Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David, and this is Morning Prayer for Friday, March 10th, the year of our Lord, 2023, the season of Lent. The psalmist sings, Turn your face from my sins, and blot out all my misdeeds. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have been so generous in your giving. Your continued supports helping this minister reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this morning. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient. You'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 12 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant each of you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of His Holy Spirit. Amen. The Invitatory. O Lord, open our lips, and your part, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our morning canticle, the Ubalate, on page 15. Together, O be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be assured that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures from generation to generation. Our psalm for this morning, Psalm 22, beginning on page 292 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And are so far from my cry and from the words of my complaint. O my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear. In the night season also, but I find no rest. But you remain holy, enthroned upon the praises of Israel. Our fathers hoped in you. They trusted in you, and you delivered them. They called upon you and were delivered. They put their trust in you and were not confounded. But as for me, I'm a worm and no man, scorned by all and the outcast of the people. All those who see me laugh me to scorn. They curl their lips and shake their heads, saying he trusted in God, 
that he would deliver him, let him deliver him, if he will have him. But you are he that took me out of my mother's womb. You were my hope when I was yet upon my mother's breast. I have been cast upon you ever since I was born. You were my God, even from my mother's womb. O go not far from me, for trouble is near at hand, and there is none to help me. Many oxen have come around me. Fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape at me with their mouths like a ravening and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also in the midst of my body is like melting wax. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my gums, and you bring me into the dust of death. For many dogs have come about me, and the counsel of the wicked lays siege against me. They pierce my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They stand staring and looking upon me. They part my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. But be not far from me, O Lord. You are my succor. Hasten to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth and my soul in misery from among the horns of wild oxen. I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. O praise the Lord, you that fear him. Magnify him, all you seed of Jacob, and fear him, all you seed of Israel. For he has not despised nor poured the low estate of the poor. He has not hidden his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him. My praise is of you in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek after the Lord shall praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember and be turned unto the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the peoples. All those who sleep in the earth, how shall they worship him? All those who go down into the dust, how shall they kneel before him? But my life shall be preserved in his sight, and my children shall worship him. They shall tell of the Lord to the generations to come, and to a people yet unborn shall they declare his righteousness, that he has brought it to pass. And the glory of Patri, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, Exodus, chapter 17. Exodus 17, beginning at verse 1. All the congregations of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages, according to the commandment of the Lord, and camped at Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people grumbled against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us, and our children, and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there at the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink. 
And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah, because of the quarreling of the people of Israel, because they tested the Lord by saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose for us men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek. While Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. While Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this as a memorial in a book and recite it in the ears of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it, The Lord is my banner, saying, A hand upon the throne of the Lord. The Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond to the lesson now in the words of the Deum Laudamus on page 17. In unison, we praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and the seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You were seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 18, beginning at verse 15. Jesus continues, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. Then Peter came up and said to the Lord, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me, and I forgive him, as many as seven times? 
Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children on all that he had in payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when the same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will, re- I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant, as I had mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers, until he should pay all his debts. So also my heavenly Father would do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us respond to the lesson, the words of the Benedictus, page 19. Together, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this morning's lessons. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 20. In unison, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer. Page 21. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, the people say. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our morning suffrages, O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Page 605, our collect of the day from the second Sunday in Lent. Almighty God, you know that we have no power in ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities that may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts that may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And at the bottom of page 23, this collect for endurance on this Friday morning. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom in the Anglican Communion. The first, on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to hold up our government leaders. And last, we want to lift up our prayer list unto the Lord as we pray for our neighbor. I'll use these three prayers on page 24 to frame our intercessions. I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, we pray to send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge your life-giving spirit of grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray today for all of those you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O oh God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they build up your church for the work of the ministry. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our archdeacon. Take this time to lift up your archbishop or your bishop and remember your pastor or your rector.
Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican in the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us. and Help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to take this love to a lost and a dying world as you build your church, mighty God. Let not the gates of hell prevail against it. These things we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord, the chief apostle and high priest of our confession. Amen. Now let's hold up our government leaders. O God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and you've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those that are far off and those that are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray today for those you've called to govern, asking that you would lift up the humble and those who do what is right but to resist the proud and the self-serving. Rebuke the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power, all authority, comes from you. We pray for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, and all the president's cabinet. We lift up Kevin, our speaker, and Chuck, our Senate leader, all of our elected officials in the House and in the Senate. We pray for John, our chief justice, and all the members of the Supreme Court and all the justices throughout the land. I bring to you Gretchen, my governor here in the state of Michigan, along with Gary, my township supervisor, and I invite you to lift up the governor of your state or your commonwealth and to remember your local leader. Father, give these that we've elected and all of those that they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and to do your will. And since righteousness exalts a nation, we pray that you'd help each of us to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with you that you might visit our nation with your blessing and not in judgment. These things we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those that do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray today for all of those that are suffering under war, under terrorism, under natural disasters, at the hands of the violent criminal, especially the human traffickers. We pray for your church that is being persecuted throughout the world, and we lift up the families of the martyrs, along with all of those who are nursing or have lost loved ones. Lord, have mercy. We pray for those suffering in their minds, in their bodies, 
under personal welfare or material circumstances. We remember those who find themselves under mortal dangers, all of our prisoners and captives, all of our men and women in the military and the law enforcement communities, all of our first responders and our healthcare workers. These that protect us, O oh Lord, we ask you to protect them. And we pray, Lord, that you would stretch forth your mighty hand to heal, to deliver, and to provide for everyone who's calling upon your name. May they find it to be a strong tower from the enemy. And these things we ask for the honor of your great name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord, but return and join with me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 25. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your measurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and our petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Morning Prayer at the Crossroads, a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in Brighton, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsanglican.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. 
Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.